Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life. All right, Hats. Uh, Brando, how are you? Uh, I'm a little disturbed because I think I just broke my mic. But uh, tell, tell everybody how you broke your mic. I uh, had a sip of beer and missed my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, so uh, today we have uh, Patrick from Perth Heat. How are you, Patrick? Yeah, I'm fantastic. Thanks so much for uh, having me. Oh, thanks for coming, mate. Um, <clears throat> so can you tell us your Twitter handle? It's CBO... Underscore 21. CBO underscore 21. Do we want to actually ask about that first? Uh, I would like to go back a little bit further, if that's okay with you, Patrick. Um, I'm ready. Uh, because, um, yeah, you, you've obviously been doing the rounds, the media rounds in the last month or so. Um, and so I've listened to some of them and they've been really good. But I would just un- like to understand your Bitcoin story a little bit before you get to the, the, the team. And then, we then, yep. and then I'd like to understand how that transition happened if that's okay do you, you happy to go yeah there? absolutely yeah yeah yeah. let's start there so uh you know much like uh the stories that you hear my bitcoin uh journey started with uh one of my cousins uh at a christmas sort of luncheon uh talking about bitcoin how his friends were getting rich and immediately you know you turn off instantly just the attitude and the uh you know some 16 year old kid telling you about the future of the world uh and that was my first foray probably 2000 I don't know what it would have been, 2013 maybe? Um, and didn't really think about it again. Kept getting touched by it again and again and again in certain ways. Uh, never really putting any thought into it. Didn't really have the space or the time in my career to set aside what I, what I now understand is the volume uh, of, I don't want to say study, but the, 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 the volume of time necessary to sort of grasp the ideas and to even be in, this, in the, the frame of mind to want to embrace or engage with those ideas. Uh, and then 2016 rolled around. And so, uh, this, you, sorry, you mate, you're, you're in Australia at this point. Is that right? In Australia. Yeah. 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 Everything in Australia. Um, and just exposed to the idea of, okay, uh, you know, it was there in 2013 and here it is again in 2016, hasn't completely gone away. Um, and slowly, but surely started to do more research, just started to learn more because I now had, uh, with other things that had happened in my life, I just was able to afford the, the, the time of my life to be able to study it a little bit more and get a little bit educated. Um, and just started slowly accumulating, you know, just like any asset I used to think, I used to fancy myself as a bit of a, um, an investor, a trader back in the day. Like that's how, uh, I got started in 2008, maybe 2009 doing, I used to love futures. Like I just used to love trading futures. I don't know what it was. It was weird. Nobody else around me liked it. It was just something that I did on my own just to sort of study up. Um, and you know, it's kind of fun. You dabble in and out of that business. So I'd always been in that mind in the financial world, sort of, uh, on the side. And then it just obviously grew from 2016. It was like, okay, now I need to start paying attention. What, what actually is this thing? It becomes a larger part of the portfolio. Uh, you start going over it again and again and again. You start learning more. You become intrigued, right? And you just fall down the rabbit hole as you do. Um, and then from there, it was, you know, obviously the, the amount of energy that the Bitcoin network has received, um, the people that have held it for a certain amount of time have received great benefit from that. Um, and I'm sort of a project, I'm sort of a product of that world of now, uh, it's allowed me to sort of lift my head up from the sand and figure out where I can be most beneficial. Like, what can I do? Where, where can I invest my energy that is going to have the greatest return, not only to myself, but to the people around me, right? Because I think as probably we'll get into this conversation, really, that's what Bitcoin teaches you, right? Is that, uh, just how energy works and just how, uh, you can be productive in the world and how that can be beneficial for you and for everybody around you. Um, and from there, so transfer that to the Perth Heat story is uh, I knew Steve and we started talking in, I don't know, late 2019, it would have been. And we had, you know, I, I fancy myself as a bit of an orange pillar, right? You just get into the, I, I, I do it. I do it more out of the, the fun that you get from hearing people's arguments, right? Because you hear, you're going to hear the same thing over and over and over from everybody. And you the reckon, more that you, you reckon you're pretty practice now. That's it. It's like yeah. there's only well, there's only there's only about eight paths that you're going to have to go down. Um, but there is a tact in being able to say, okay, you know, how do I, how do I uh, not only answer the question or maybe debunk the fud, 
but how do I also set up the next domino, like in the right spot? Because you don't just want to like cut somebody off and say, I'm right. You're wrong. I just showed you, uh, you're fucked now. No, it's like, <laughs> we do like saying that though, don't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, there's a certain element to it, but that I, is that productive? That's the question. Um, and yeah, do you, do you get more buy-in from that? It's fun to see, like, you know, it's like a choose your own adventure of, well, if I go down this path, you know, it's like a little game of chess that you can just see, you know, the moves that the person is doing. It's like you're playing chess with someone that just started. It's like, you want to bait yeah. them a little bit. You want to bring them along slowly, depending on who you're talking to. And it's just a fun little side project for me um, yeah. that I enjoy. Yeah. So, so I started doing that. With so when, uh, you were talking to Steve, how did you meet him? You weren't actually working for Perth Heat at that stage? No, 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 I don't. No involvement with Perth Heat at all. It was more like I had access to this information. He was interested in the information, which again, comes back to that idea of, uh, you know, as you start to orange peel people, you start to recognize things that work and don't work. And you quickly realize that, you know, Uncle Jim at Thanksgiving is probably going to be a no. You know, like it's not the time or the place or uh, they don't have the energy necessary to go through the process. And you're not going to win many battles. So you need someone, you know, obviously it's better if someone comes to you with a little bit of interest, because that means that they have been thinking about it. And over the course of the last, I don't know, probably since 2017, right? There was a lull in 18. But after that, there has been people have more no coiners, pre coiners are starting to, they just get little hints of it. And then when it comes up in conversation, it's not quite as hard to get just that spark of interest, right? It's just that, that number of touches that they need where, you know, you're not starting the, the, the conversation from a point of zero where you have to very, really start at the beginning, and even explain what it is. Um, and surprisingly or unsurprisingly, really, um, that makes a huge difference. Like the, the things that you don't have to go over now, you don't have to explain fiat. You don't have to, to do these things on near the level that you had to. So you become much more efficient um, in that process. So Steve, you know, took it on board like, uh, most individuals and had the time to invest and had the, the motivation, right? You have to have a little bit of motivation, either, uh, financial or for some other reason, right? If, um, you know, you're looking in today's world, there's, there's lots of reasons to be uh, concerned with the things around you. Um, it doesn't just have to be financial. Uh, and he was in the spot to do that. And, you know, kudos to him. He quickly recognized that, uh, we're in a unique opportunity here in Perth with the Perth heat, with the baseball team, with the freedom that they have with the, um, you know, it's not like Major League Baseball. It's not like the NHL or the NBA where you have these huge bodies of oversight and it's just a big, giant oil tanker of a corporation or a set of corporations. It's like we're pretty nimble, right? We play in, in a league um, with teams, but everyone is fairly – it's sort of the Wild West, and we have this opportunity to um, really capitalize on what the Bitcoin network can offer from you know, everything from an infrastructure standpoint to the number go up technology to all those things. But really, it's just about recognizing, well, this is better for me I'm in charge of a group of people who all have their energy pointed at a single goal, which is being a good baseball team. Um, if it's better for me and I'm trying to be a better person, it's probably better for the baseball team too. You know, it's like, you just have to, you just have to get those extra few steps and pretty soon people start to, the interest starts to show up and then they start finding situations and problems where this will actually help. You know, it's like, of course the meme, Bitcoin fixes everything. Um, to a certain extent, you know, depending on how far you go, it can, it can work. You know, you sound crazy. Um, but to a certain extent, you can you can talk your way. You can um, construct you can construct an argument around most topics why Bitcoin would make things better. Certainly, right? That's um, it. And, that's and it. the more and the more you think about it, the easier that becomes. And the more angles, as you say, you're coming from different angles with different people with different priorities. But once you've been there for two, three, four years, you've had those conversations before, and you can go better. Let me just sorry. Steve is the CEO of Pertit, right? Is yes. Um, so Steve is was was a friend. He was your friend, or. Uh, Steve is, I, I know through my wife. So okay. He's, he, he's my, what does that make him? He's my wife's brother. Oh, okay. So Which, he, what does that make him? So brother-in-law, really? I thought we'd say. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and so, okay. So, it, yeah. So he, he came to Europe, you came to him, or you annoyed him for long enough. And then eventually he's the, he, he, he came uh, he, and he, he asked brought it up. Yeah, okay. He brought it up. That's, That's like, our story. Okay. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. our story. Yeah. It's like, well. Um, you just wait it out. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, you said something that's quite interesting, though, because you said um, that the club are nimble. Um, mm. And that, to me, when, when I heard that, immediately I'm thinking, well, Michael Saylor was nimble. El Salvador are nimble. Individuals are nimble. So it's the people who have um, le uh, control over their own destiny if you like for their either their, for themselves or business or whoever it is or or even country um 
because people who are in a highly regulated environment, they're maybe answering to a board or they have a minority share in their, their company, they, they, they're finding it much more difficult. They, they'll get there, but they're not going to get there first. So is, is that, does, does that sort of ring, ring true with, with uh, the Pertheat? Absolutely. Like that was the main talking point. You can imagine if we were having these conversations leading up to the beginning of uh, 2020, and that was when it really started to click sort of January 2020 was like, okay, this is actually like, this is a high possibility. Now it's about figuring out how we actually going to do it. And what was the infrastructure going to be behind? But it was like, this is this is a thing. Um, and it's 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 going to be fun as a Bitcoiner, as I, I just wanted to see someone do exactly what I, what we've done, like, just go all in, like, let's see if it works. Let's let's test the hypothesis. And once that happened, Michael Saylor <laughs> comes out not too long later. What is it like five months later or something? Mm. You can imagine my position. I'm, I'm someone that has been saying this. I think this will work. Like, I'm pretty sure this is going to work, guys. And everyone's like, yeah, OK, sort of makes sense. But, you know, you don't, why don't we see anybody doing it? Like the main trepidation was, why don't we see other people doing it? And it was exactly what you just said. It's like they have to go through all of the levels of bureaucracy, all of the all of the ta- all of the sponsors that they already have in place. If you think about some of these major teams um, or even the organizations like leave aside um, organizations for a second, think about the teams, right? They have so many sponsors that are in place, so many rules with the leagues that they are in, uh, with the broadcast rights that they have, with uh, everything with the logo, with the, with the city that they're in, with the contract, with the stadium that they're in. Like uh, we are, you, you couldn't be a more blank slate to jump on the opportunity of saying we, we can transfer everything to the Bitcoin network, everything. And we had no restrictions, no and, pushback. And that's, uh, let's just be clear here. You guys haven't, um, um, you haven't, it's not like you've just got, you know, a player who's decided, you know, you've convinced one player to to take their salary in Bitcoin. You guys are, the merch is doing it. The tickets, I think, are doing it. Um, you know, there's there's um, like, you know, memberships and things like that's going to do it. Players are taking salaries. So you've gone, you like, head first. Um, you, you couldn't get any more yeah. if we tried. <laughs> that, that was, I guess, that was the goal. So um, how hard was that? I mean, have you got board members that are like, what the hell? Like, what's, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, even though we all know it's broke. Like, yeah. what was that process? Was it, was it a... a a quick sell was did it take some time to actually really get everybody on board or it seems very quick yes it it is quick but i think uh like we talked about before with that uh just being able to identify what elements of an orange pill are actually going to affect someone and everyone's going to be different and uh, if you take the players right how you approach them and how you talk about this process is going to be different than if we go to the board and really as soon as steve came on board right it sort of speaks to the organization and the the leadership or, or the belief in his leadership that they have uh, to even embrace the idea of like bringing it up because you can imagine the level of nerves when you go into the board meeting for the first time and say, Hey guys, we're going to switch everything to internet money, like magic internet money. Mm-hmm. Are we in? And everyone's like, Steve, what the fuck? You're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah. you just bring it up like that. Right. So it's, it's, it was about us coming up with a process. So, okay, we need to get the, the easiest thing that you can do is especially now that there is so much, uh, education, there's so much content. Uh, there's so many, not, I don't want to say, well, success stories, right? Like there's so many stories of things working well and proven track record of things working well that you just identify little wins. And if we can take uh, people understanding little wins of how uh, Bitcoin can make the organization or the individual more efficient, uh, those start to add up really quickly. And if you do that enough times, um, people start to say, okay, well, that's three or four points that you've made that we can see that are clear. Um, okay, let's investigate this more, right? And then they get, uh, you know, fortunately for us, we've got uh, a a board that is they're enthusiastic about baseball, obviously, but they're also enthusiastic about all the businesses that they run on their own. Like they 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 have we've got an ownership team um, that is, you know, this is a very small percentage of um, the the capital that they control. Right? Is in this? It's not it's not going to be it's not like owning the New York Yankees or something. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's a, a small minority. So this is a test case. You know, they they got the interest of okay, this is almost a test case of if this works or if these ideas work, this might be a playground to be able to explore those ideas and to see what is happening because we were essentially, you know, my pitches after you get through all of the efficiency things like in a business, uh, on transactions, we're going to save uh, percentage versus using visa or American success. We can do that right now. It's like, okay, well, what do we have to do to do that? We're going to have to get a team together. There's going to be infrastructure. No, nope. no, you just sign up for an email. Essentially, that's what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? You just tap in. I can just save you 2% across five years, that adds up to be quite a bit. Okay. And um, what are some of the other pain points you have? Uh, the previous years, uh, uh, you might have heard us talk about this on other podcasts, but this was a really big sticking point because it can turn into a complete shit show is we have a lot of 
foreign players that come each year to the Perth Heat, right? And we pay the players. We, <laughs> the team pays the players so that uh, to play baseball, to win baseball games, right? Which, again, we could probably get into the utility of why baseball is important and why playing baseball games is important and what the value that brings to society is. Um, but that's what, that's what the service that they are offering and they're being compensated for is playing baseball. Um, so we want to make them as efficient as possible on the baseball field, which means eliminating everything that is not baseball, everything that distracts them from that goal, especially when they're coming here. We're not bringing them here six months before the season starts. You know, it's like a very quick turnaround. It's a very short season. Um, it's all about, again, getting up to speed as fast as we can with a whole bunch of new players. The last thing we need them to do is to sit in a bank for three days. And, you know, these are fairly young individuals, right, who are traveling to foreign countries. It's not, sometimes not the most organized, right? So it's going to be, there's going to be issues with paperwork. There's going to be issues with bank clearance. Like, this, it could be days. And those days, when added up over the course of the year, that, that, that is a tremendous expense that can be completely avoided. Right? And then the hassle of closing down all those bank accounts, the hassle of getting the money back, the hassle of chasing people up, of late fees from the bank piling up and you co-signed, and it all turns crazy. It's like, well, those we can eliminate those right now. Like, and it doesn't take, again, it takes nothing on the input side. I mean, that's a, like, such a great example of how Bitcoin is um, a superior money in a glo on a global stage. You know, like doesn't matter where you are, who you are, you can go anywhere with it. Yeah, there's, there's no language barrier, there's, not there's no bank in between, there's no, um, where am I going to go with that? So, it all sounds good, <laughs> I mean, I, and I, I'm just this sort of devil's, devil's advocate, but you're, you've got a player coming from, say they're coming from the States to play for you, are you having to convince every new player that comes in prior to them coming that this is what you need to, this is what we're going to do to set up so you, you're going to get paid, um, or how, how does that process work in terms of bringing somebody internationally? No, these are, these are good because this is the exact questions that you go through the process of because your mind immediately goes to, uh, again, you want to you want to be um, as unintrusive, is that a word, as possible. Like you don't want to you don't want to get in the way. You don't want to make things more complicated for players coming in. Right. That's again, that's what we're trying to eliminate with this subject. Yeah. So the infrastructure gains that we have seen in Bitcoin over the last 24 months have been, you know, if, if you're not in the if you're not in the world of looking for solutions, uh, you don't see these solutions. But the buildup behind the scenes of being able to onboard and have solutions ready for the problems that we were facing in these situations were non-existent before and now they exist. And it just sort of happened, right? Again, we didn't do anything, we're just taking advantage of it. Uh, people just create these solutions. So when players come in now, um, then this is almost sort of one of the reasons I think we've seen so much traction in the announcement is that this is different than, uh, and hopefully significantly different than what we have seen from other players, whether they be uh, soccer players, football players uh, in, in Europe or uh, in America with basketball players, uh, Saquon Barkley, Aaron Rodgers, those people who are deciding to take a portion of their salary, right? That is an individual who has made the decision. Again, if Aaron Rodgers was the CEO of uh, Aaron Rodgers Inc., he would you know, put part of it on the Bitcoin standard. Um, Steve, in charge of a organization, says, okay, it makes sense. We're going to put the whole thing. But it's from the top down now. So the default is we want you to win. Like as an organization, we want to put everyone in the best possible um, position to benefit from this information, information that we have and that we're willing to share. And hopefully we can educate people on why that is going to be the case. But that's going to be the default. So from the top down, it's Bitcoin. And then if you want other things, then it's up to you to be able to fix those things. But as you say, like someone coming in uh, that may not know the system, may not be aware of what we are trying to do. For them, it's, it's a, it's a one-time click of a button. And they don't even have to click the button themselves. They can tell us. They say, I would like to take 100% of my salary in fiat. Uh, okay, we put the slider to 100%. <laughs> but you're getting Bitcoin. Uh, if you want fiat, we can change it for you. But you're getting Bitcoin. Okay. But so um, practically, are, are you the handholder there with, with the new individual that's coming in? Are you the guy? Yeah, all of, yeah, all of the people that come on board now. I mean, essentially, the, 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 the team is sort of... Um, onboarded now so th yeah. that job is done but if we do get new people into the organization it, and, and and to them again it's uh the same way that they would have to if they arrived and didn't want to be in, involved in the bitcoin system they would have to do more work than now because now mm -hmm. if they want their money all they have to do is say uh yeah I, I just want my money um in australian dollars can you make that happen yes yes we can here's the service you don't have to do anything here's the service right this yeah. is where your paycheck yeah. comes from you'll see it in your bank you, it's, and you never have to interact with the system again. Now, 
probably in the locker room, you're going to get some shit for it uh, mm-hmm. while everyone is enjoying the benefits. But, sure. uh, you know, we, we've seen people come around. Like, obviously, there's going to be some people that are very uh, open to the idea. There's going to be others that are more reluctant uh, to the idea. But we've seen the positive feedback that we've had um, inside the group, you know, speaks to the organization, speaks to the leadership team and to the rollout of it all and just how smoothly it's gone. Um, but, you know, we try our best to, I guess that that is my role really, is to try and identify where problems might lie with people and just the, because, you know, it's 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 fair enough to think, well, this is how I think it's going to work. Like all of all of the businesses are in place to be able to help us, to hold it on the balance sheet, to pay the players, to pay the staff, to have it running at the stadium. But, you know, it's it's a, we're, we're walking and then hopefully running. You know, it's like, we don't know exactly how this is going to end up. This is, and this is why we wanted to be in this position in the first place. It's like, let's get in. Let's 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 jump in the water, and then there's we'll, a huge early mover advantage. That's and, and across every, but you know, if you're the team, if you're the team, you're the baseball, the Bitcoin baseball team now, right? Yeah. You can that can be taken away. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, we both listened to you guys on Stefan, uh, our uh, lesser Australian counterpart. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I remember, I think you said, or maybe Steve said, one of the players wanted to be paid up front. Um, five years of his salary in Bitcoin, which is very, very, very smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that. So, okay, let's have a question about that. Let's not get into the guy's personal situation, but so he he must have been, he was, he was a Bitcoiner before, right? You weren't convincing yes, him. Well, you weren't convincing him at all. Again, like it, within the organization, obviously, mm. uh, if you are a, if you're a professional athlete, just by nature of the profession that you have chosen, um, y- you, you have to be, you know, young-ish to be a professional athlete, right? You're not going to be, uh, 60 playing baseball. Um, you have to be fairly physically fit, right? It's baseball, you can get away with it a little bit. There, there are some more than others, but instantaneously yeah. that shows you that they understand the uh, the values that are instilled by or the incentives that are offered in the Bitcoin system. So they 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 get it. The athletes are the easiest people to orange pill, which is probably why you've seen the announcement that you've seen, right? Yeah. Significantly easier because they understand uh, energy, even though they may not understand um, the word energy and, and just how it applies to their life. But they understand that no one else can lift the weights for you. No one else can do the batting practice. No one else can make you a better pitcher. You have to get out there. You have to put in the work. You have to provide the value. You have to put in the energy um, to get that. So yes, going to those. So the, going training, to the training pitch is your proof of work, right? Exactly. That's it's the same, it's it's like the same thing. Guys, yes. It, it is the perfect analogy. And it makes sense to them because they go, okay, um, just imagine now Imagine the reverse, because the hardest part of orange billing people is getting them to understand that they don't know what money is in the first place. They don't know how the fiat system works. It's just has been a, a you know, the, the classic fish in the water, what is water line. Uh, it just has been around them their whole lives. And they just know that uh, this is how you get the money. This is where you, the money goes. This is where you store it. Um, but athletes, if you can frame it in the way that, uh, like, uh, let's take Saquon Barkley, right? Professional running back in the NFL. Okay. You go to Saquon and you say all that work that you've done with your body, all that time that you've spent in... Uh, again, energy, all that energy that you have spent developing your skills, doing all those things to make yourself the best that you can possibly be, right? That is the risk that you have put in. That's the time, that's the energy that you have put in and you're supposed to be rewarded for that, right? That's the, ultimately, that's the investment that you're making in that time. You could be doing other stuff with it, but you're doing, you want to become the best football player for whatever reason. You like football, it doesn't matter. You're you're investing that energy. One day, uh, the NFL comes out and says, uh, the New York Jets, they're going to get the first pick in the draft and they're going to choose a new player called Cyborg. And Cyborg can just download all of that shit that you spent years and years doing. Um, they can just get that right now. Um, and, you know, if you're Saquon, you'd be like, well, that's a bummer because that, that guy's going to be the best player <laughs> and there's no point playing the game. So, you know, I guess I'll find something else to do. Uh, and the NFL says, no, 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 no. You, you, you can't actually stop playing. You have to keep playing. Um, you're like, okay, well, are there going to be lots of Cyborgs? Are these people going to be all over? The- no, nope, there's only going to be one. There's going to be one Cyborg and you guys still have to play the game. And he can just take all of that time that you're putting in. They just get it. And they're not allowed, you know, you're not allowed to have whatever technology they have. It's like, well, that puts you at a major disadvantage. It's like, I'm putting in the energy. This person's not, yet they can, they can be as good at the game or better than the game, right? Because they can do things that you can't do. It's like, well, that's a little bit unfair. <laughs> so making that analogy for people, they start to go, okay, well, I understand how the fiat system works. Yes, that makes sense. I understand energy input. Okay, that makes sense. And slowly but surely, the athletes start to pick it up very quickly. So it's really from, from a pitch, from an orange point, orange pill point of view, it's like easy. Athletes, easy. The staff, different. Uh, again, the board, different. They're looking for different solutions. Luckily sure. enough. Just yeah, one, more, one more thing. That's right. Um, so, um, yeah, competitive sports men and women have got two things going in their favor, I think. They're, they're competitive people, right? So they are looking for the edge all the time. 
So they're constantly yes. questioning and looking for the edge. But also, as you said before, they are they tend to be in a the younger age, you know, under 35 or, you know, generally, you know, 16 to 35 or something like professional sports people. Um, and so it, we've mentioned this before, but if you consider that the money was broken in 71, now, frankly, maybe it was broken long before that, or maybe we've never had any at all. But if we consider that it's broken in 71, that's 50 years of of people's working lives that are essentially based on a fraud. And when, when you say that to people, you th it's like you're saying to them, you know, you're a fraud. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that what you were working for was a fraud. You've been defrauded. You're not the one committing the fraud. But but if somebody is, has put 50 years into their career, it's very difficult um, to um, con convince them of some, of, of all of the effort they put in has, has not really been really worth it. That's a difficult thing Absolutely. to say. But But a younger person, is 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 e easier to convince because they get they have to give away less of there's less time they, they've been working for less time, and they are competitive. So it's like as you say, it's just I hadn't even considered it. I hadn't even considered the fact why were why are we see well actually what I thought I was seeing when I was seeing this this the sports people coming in particularly the big names was that they are constantly looking for an edge over other sports people. So like maybe that's their edge. I'm a Bitcoin you know NFL guy or I'm a but maybe it's not that at all. Maybe it's that they're just looking for the comp the um they're they're competitive people and they're younger and there's less to give away. Um, are, is there differences between the players in terms of how they've how they've um reacted? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like any any large group of individuals, they're all going to see the positives and negatives of it. Yeah. But it, I guess the selling point again, going back to trying to frame it, trying to frame every conversation with the benefits, uh, and then address the issues that they might have before they bring them up. So at least you acknowledge that those exists and they might have fear uh, the more that you can do that the more you can show that you're ahead of on the curve and you can provide solutions that will um, take care of those concerns uh, the more trust that gets built up uh, and so again just going back to uh, we're, we're making we're actually making the, the the process of getting paid is now actually easier for the players e even if you want fiat like say someone was not buying in and saying i just want 100 fiat it, it's actually simpler now than it was before like the way that the paychecks actually get to them from a uh, organizational, like an infrastructure point of view, it's actually easier. So you still see the money in your account. So there, there's no risk, but what it does do, right? And what sports are really have been good for, which is why you see so much money in advertising and uh, trying to get crypto.com to do the stadium is individuals know that the community looks up to these people for a reason, right? They enjoy, uh, even if they don't know it, people uh, enjoy seeing the benefits of low time preference, right? That is essentially what you're doing when you consume sports. You're, you're seeing that, uh, I, I want to see people doing things I didn't think was possible because they've dedicated energy to it. And that allows me to be better. And that allows me to think bigger and to be more innovative and to develop more technology. Um, so they, they see those, those big pictures and it's about, you know, from a group point of view, just making it known that, uh, we're here with solutions, um, when you want them, uh, if you don't want them, that's fine. It's easier. Um, but trying to build that trust as quick as you can with, again, with little wins. Um, helps sort of uh, level out those concerns. So um, are you finding, I suppose, that uh, being on a Bitcoin standard now becomes an incentive for other players globally? Obviously, you're very early yeah. as an organization. So are you finding or getting uh, approached by players saying, hey, I'm interested? Yes, that was sort of the point where I was going before, but I lost my train of thought. That, that what we are seeing is because people look up to sports or they look up to the athletes, it's almost like a, okay, maybe you might've heard of Bitcoin along the way. It might've touched you some way, like your cousin at a Christmas party or whatever it is. And you thought this is a little bit strange. The more of those touch points you have with the more um, legitimate or more well-respected or, you know, it's hard to hate on sports. You know, it's a, it's a weird, you like to, to be angry against sports or to think that sports are out to get you, professional sports, especially it's like, um, you know, there's not many people out there with that view. I'm sure somewhere on the internet, there's like a group of conspiracy theorists that don't believe in professional sports for some reason, uh, whatever it might be. It may be, I don't know, but there's not many of them. So the, the overall be Epstein, it's always Epstein. Exactly. He's got some hand. Yeah. In soccer. Um, but there's not, so, so people say it's just, it's just a, it's an easier path in, right? It's like maybe, maybe now people require one less touch to just put in a little bit of energy to, to look it up. Um, and you're finding that with players, we're finding that with organizations, like reaching out. That was the one thing that, you know, as we were doing all the work behind the scenes to figure out, well, how is this actually going to go for us? We were really internally quite, you know, focused on let's make this work. We don't want it to 
to fall over. We don't want any of these things to happen. Um, we were not anticipating the the level of response from number one, other sports teams, other organizations reaching out, other small companies, right? Because again, we are not the New York Yankees. We are not uh, Manchester United. Uh, it's a it's a fairly small organization. So we don't have the same access to resources like your lawyers, your engineers, all those things that we've talked about on before um, about Michael Saylor and things like that. This is a different way of getting on uh, the Bitcoin standard than, than a large organization might take. So it's been really interesting to see the response and the enthusiasm and, uh, you know, so many of the things when we go on mainstream media where you're expecting like negative pushback or uh, some sort of question like a hardball gotcha question <laughs> is like that, that just hasn't happened. They, they, not even like a hint of. Um, what about the volatility, like the volatility thing comes up still, but it's not like, it's more like an accepted, like, oh, I've heard Bitcoin is volatile, not like it's a volatile thing. So it's, this is never going to work. It's more like inquisitive, like, oh, what, why, why is it volatile, vol volatile? Well, I don't understand. Like, is there any pushback? And then you can just go into the explanation, but it's, it's so positive. The response that we have, the responses that we have been getting both from the media and from other organizations and other players reaching out, like it has been, uh, you know nonstop really since the announcement of getting on calls and talking with other organizations like this is how easy it is this is how or, or people reaching out trying to orange pill their company or their organization or can you speak to this person um you know it's 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 not a it's not a bold statement to say that this we're not the we're not the only ones that are going to be doing this you know it's not rocket science right yeah. like from the inside the people that understand where this is going it's it seems like of course what what took you so long um, and from the outside, I think slowly but surely you're starting to see that it becomes more and more legitimate and, and less of the pressure is like if you're a Fortune 500 um, CEO now, significantly less risk because of what has happened at MicroStrategy. If you even if you hint at the possibility that this might be something to have on the balance sheet, that you don't look near as stupid as you did, you know, four years ago or as risky as you did four years ago. Right. You'd probably be laughed out of a boardroom. But now it's like, well, you sort of have to take it into account. You know, you, you, the sort of your hand has been forced. You've you've seen that meme where a guy gets up and dances at a festival, and he's just dancing yes. by himself like a lunatic, exactly. right? And then eventually he's joined by one other person. So you so you have the leader, you have the follower, and then you just have the herd, yeah. right? Yeah. So I mean, so you know, Michael Saylor is the is the is the lunatic dancing. Um, El Salvador are the dancing lunatics. You guys are dancing lunatics. But yep. as soon as one other joins, and they will join. You look like visionary. Well, you you know, frankly, are visionary. That's because everyone's watching. Yeah, well, they are. But it says you can't not watch. I mean, even I don't know if you've noticed. I mean, I'm not a big consumer of ABC, but in the last week, every single day, there's been an article about crypto. You can't avoid, and not that I, you know, I don't want to go down the crypto line, but but you can't avoid, you know, it crossing your, um, you know, you're just. Uh, the, the, what you consume every day it's, just, it's impossible to avoid now and then ultimately anybody who cares enough to look will find the best answer um and then if but and if there are people like yourself who have um you know you've been around long enough and you're able to answer the because you'll have had the questions too right you you, you come in and in, in 15 16 or whatever and you you know you'd have you'd have had questions as well but slowly but surely you 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 become more comfortable answering the questions and there's not really a, a, a there's not really a curveball coming at you because oh, they're yeah, nice. do you, do you like that do you like what I did there <laughs> um, but there's nothing really coming there's nothing f I can still remember standing up giving a presentation in, a, you know, a, in an office job and when you don't feel like you're the most knowledgeable person in the room it's very uncomfortable because you know there's a question out there that could you know make you feel feel difficult awkward but if you're very comfortable with your answers and you're very comfortable that you can, you've got a different answer for different for different audiences you know, your players versus your board or whatever it might be, you know, that's, you've got them. So let's go there. So in terms of the league, um, what's the response been from other teams in your league? Because obviously that's a competitive angle too, right? Absolutely. Yeah, like if, again, and this is probably uh, not what you would lead with, but the reality is if this, uh, if this works, if Bitcoin continues on the trajectory that it has been on since its inception, uh, you know, the Perth Heat are going to play uh, we're going to be at, a, at an extreme outsized advantage over all of our competitors. And then the question becomes, well, how long do you wait? Or how long are you able to wait to see if that reality plays out if you are one of our competitors? So the, the game theory kicks in of, okay, well, you know, if this works and if uh, the Bitcoin on the balance sheet means that 
you know, it changes how we have to operate as an organization. So, uh, you know, from the business side of things, how the, the time that is spent and the energy that is spent inside of the organization, how that changes when we can start to plan for the future based off of the returns from something like Bitcoin, right? Just on the sort of number go upside. Um, if those things play out um, and we gain a huge advantage, will that last? Will you be able to do that for one season? Will you be able to do it for two? I mean, the, the, it, it really puts a lot of pressure on everyone, just like MicroStrategy. It puts a lot of pressure on everyone to now, like you said, you, you can't really avoid it, right? In normie land anymore, the idea of Bitcoin or, or sort of crypto for people. Um, this forces people to look and it forces everyone around us to look like, like I was saying before, with the owners, it's like now they may have heard of it, may have been a little something that they had been interested in or dabbled in, but now skin is in the game and skin is in the, in the baseball game. And now if you're an organization and you start to see the benefits, well, is it, is it the Bitcoin that provided the benefit that we're now seeing? Like if there's any amount of success, you have to attach Bitcoin to that success, right? That, that's the way that it goes. So the interest that we will see, you know, uh, we think it's going to work. We think we're going to see uh, all of the teams eventually get there. It's just about how, how large of a lead are we going to get? How long are they going to wait? And how long are they going to be able to wait? It's not immediately apparent, but if I was someone else and I saw someone doing this, I, I would be worried. <laughs> you know, I, I would be very nervous as to we're going to miss something. Mm. And I wouldn't want to be in that spot. So, um, yeah, 100%. I mean, <laughs> so... I can tell from the, you know, you can tell from the, enthusi the enthusiasm coming through your voice and from the other things I've listened to, you're incredibly uh, confident in, in where, where this is going. We are too. So how do you, how do you um, sort of rein that? Like if I, if somebody asked me where I thought that, what the, you know, let's just talk about the price for a sec, if where I thought the price of Bitcoin was going to go. I mean, I just rein that in because I think if I told people what I genuinely believe, they would have... They would just laugh in my face. So you have to start somewhere else. But like, if you actually just let the, the the thesis play out long enough, I mean, what is the potential for a baseball team in Australia? Like, I mean, it it becomes an international game. You actually, you know, you you play the Yankee. I mean, what is there a? Do you guys have a goal? Like, what this could actually be, um, if things go as well as maybe we think. Yeah, I would say the goal is to be the best baseball team in the world. Like there is no, there, there is go. no, uh, why, why go, why shoot for anything lesser than le smaller than that? Um, especially when we know the advantage that we have. <laughs> so it's like, uh, it depends again, back to that theory of competition of who else will join, um, how fast they're going to join, right? It's, it's, it's an uphill battle. We know it's not going to be easy. We know there's going to be hardships, but, but why shoot for anything else? It's like you say, when some, when you meet someone on the street and they ask you, uh, what's going to be, you know, what about this Bitcoin price? You think it could go to a hundred thousand? It's like, um, <laughs> It's a really hard question if you have two minutes. Um, but if you can walk someone through the entire process uh, in two hours of dedicated them being open, willing to listen, understand what money is, uh, understand the, the limitations or the inebriation that we have experienced um, in the legacy system in terms of efficiency um, and how Bitcoin makes everything more efficient. And with everything more efficient means more accessible energy for everyone in the world, right? Uh, and everyone is incentivized to be as efficient as possible, that we don't know what we have left on the table. Right? We don't know what we're missing out on because of the negative impact that many don't even know exist in the, in the fiat system. Like no one is bullish enough, right? Even uh, what's his face with the, with the infinity over 21 million. Like yeah. that's not even yeah. bullish yeah. enough. Like there's no, <laughs> it's hard to explain, but uh, you can get there in a, in a pretty direct line pretty quickly. Um, and the history of Bitcoin has proven that Every day, it gets more and more likely to be the case. And what you're investing in, right? A lot of a lot of times, people get confused. What the the Lindy effect of Bitcoin, at least in my mind, is not okay. Yes, the system has to keep going. The network has to stay up. The nodes, the miners, everyone has to the the, the protocol has to work, right? Okay, we've had um, whatever since 2009 of that. Um, but really, the investment thesis that you are buying into is: Will humans continue to unlock more accessible energy? in the future? Like, will we have more energy reserves in the future than we do right now? Because for the last however many thousands of years, we have increased our ability to have accessible energy on demand. If that is the case going forward, um, Bitcoin wins, right? Bitcoin gets better. Everyone around you gets better. The whole world gets better. As long as we are able to access more energy, because energy is then plugged into the system, right? And is plugged into the system with a hard cap of 21 million, 
your portion of ownership stays the same, but you have access to more energy, right? So now anything you can do anywhere, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if Elon Musk comes up with a self-driving car that no longer requires people to drive. That excess energy that Elon is going to experience, that those that energy that was previously required to drive, right? All that energy can now be plugged into the Bitcoin system, right? So everyone benefits. Elon obviously benefits, right? He's going to get a lot of energy reserves for unlocking that energy. But it's the same as if a farmer in Kenya comes up with a better way to farm the crops that he has or to, to improve the yield. He can plug into the same system and he can that, give energy sorry, to the man. entire system, right? It's not limited. Anybody. It's permissionless. <laughs> it's decentralized. And, it's, and it was the it's point you made, I heard to make, you make the point the other day. Basically, everybody working on or for Bitcoin is, is working for per thief. Everyone. Exactly. And, 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 you and, and you don't and have to pay them. No, not a dime. And the beautiful thing is everyone, everyone uh, that decides that they are going to store their energy in Bitcoin. If you think about the process of a transaction, like how do you join? If you if you have energy, right, that's how, that's what you do in your job. Um, every action is you unlocking energy that was previously inaccessible, right? It was used for something else, like maybe the energy, like that's how you make a living. That's how you make money. Uh, that's what money is, right? It's a repre It's a call option on future energy. Every time that you do that and you want to join the Bitcoin network, you want ownership of a portion of the entire network, you're basically going to the world saying, I have energy that I have unlocked, right? I have it. I, I unlocked it, but I don't want to consume it. Is there anybody in the world that thinks that they can use this energy to unlock more? Because the only reason that you would get out of the system logically is because you think you could unlock more energy with that, right? It's like, that's how you make, that's how you gain access to more energy reserves is you have to use it in a way which returns more. So the only reason that someone would give you ownership of part of the total supply of energy is because they think they can do more. If they don't, they get punished because they don't have the same ownership over potential future stores of energy. All right, so it gets very crazy when you start to think about what exactly is going on. You're, you're storing your energy and you're saying someone else use it. Someone else use it to get more. And if you do get more, I win, you win, everybody wins. I can't use it right now. If I could efficiently, like if I could use it to unlock even more energy, well, then I would do that. But I can't. I can't come up with an idea that good. Somebody out there will come up with an idea and they're willing to sell me part of the entire supply forever going forward. They're, they're willing to sell me that ownership for today, for the energy right now. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned Knut uh, Spanholm before and that was... Uh, so, sorry. What's his face? What's his face? Why that? Oh, did, you call what's his face? Yeah, that's sweet worthy. Um, <laughs> he, uh, that was pro. He was my biggest. I don't know if you read his uh, Citadel Twenty One um, article. Well, how long ago was that? Maybe eighteen months. And it was like it's not just infinity divided by twenty one million. It's like it's not just everything there is. It's just it's everything there ever will be. That is, uh, you know, if the three of us got together and created some something that people valued, that is more value. And that value has to be squashed into something, and that is a, tw a number of twenty-one million. So, and again, we we all benefit from that. It's not just everything there is; it's everything there ever will be. I mean, it is mind blowing. We've never had no. anything that it's hard to get you wrap your head around. Um, but um, anyway, uh, go on. Uh, uh, I've got a practical question. Um, You're not going to get in the team. <laughs> No, no, no! I'm not going to get on the team. No, I'm. I, I'm you never know. I'm past. I'm past that. Um, I will take a hat. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to buy a hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the kind of custody process for a baseball team or an organisation? Like how? How? Without obviously going into too much detail, how does that work? What can uh, you share yeah. in that in that process? I suppose. Yeah. This was probably, again, one of those things where uh, in my own life as a as an individual, this is something that you just take for granted. Like, oh, it makes perfect sense. Uh, the Bitcoin that you have, you can custody and you can take care of. And, and if you do it in the proper way, it's nice and easy to take care of. As soon as you get onto the organization side of things, well, there's lots of people involved. Um, who's going to have the keys? Where are those keys going to be? Uh, who, who can move things? Who can't move things? Where? And then if, if we are going to hold our own keys, um, where do they go <laughs> and, and how many denominations are they? Uh, yeah, so get, it gets really complicated. Uh, I will say that going forward, so the best solution that we are in at the moment um, is all of the allocation that is not currently in the treasury. So everything that will come 
um, going forward from the season. Um, we're going to be with Swan for the custody of the sort of the, the treasury side of things. Um, but then through uh, services like OpenNode, right, they can hold sort of the, they will be doing payroll, all those sorts of backend issues they're taking care of. Um, obviously, when the organization becomes bullish um, early 2020, um, we made a bunch of moves before we could actually make sure that we could do this on a sort of uh, on announcement level. Um, so the organization made moves then. Um, that custody will remain in place. So, but everything going forward will be um, uh, through Swan at the moment. Um, so, let me just. I, I know we're on a hard stop. So, um, let me just try and complete the circle a little bit. Is that another baseball reference? No, that's just. <laughs> a, I, I, what, what is it? I don't think so. For me, it wasn't. But if it is, then I'm, I'm, I'm claiming it. But it wasn't meant. How many wickets in, in a baseball game again? <laughs> um, yeah. So where was I going with that? You, so you're now a, you're the chief Bitcoin officer right um how is how is that for you like as a guy who's sort of sick you know 15 16 17 coming in and spending so much time i'm sure knocking your head against the wall trying to convince people that you were right um, finally starting to have some traction and now you get to the point where you are recognized as the chief bitcoin officer for a, 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 a you know a large sports team in australia like how how is that there's, uh, there's, yeah, there's plenty of people out there desperate for a bitcoin job and you've just landed the the, the bitcoin job so yeah tell, tell us about that uh, I, w I would say I now uh, have the pattern of thinking uh, even even more ingrained than I did before, which is I am constantly the, the best part about Bitcoin is and Bitcoiners in general is that, you know, if it's if you sound crazy, you know, you should probably look into why that is. It's like you want to know. I want to know if I'm putting my energy into this thing um, and a lot of that energy into it. Um, I should be pretty sure I should have some sort of semblance of what this thing actually is. Um, and I'm looking for the most. The, the most solid arguments that I can possibly find against it. Because if those exist, I want to know before anyone else knows. <laughs> I want to be the first one to find those things or to recognize those things. And every time something does come up, I'm going to, even if it's the same um, questions that have been coming up for the past, uh, you know, 13 years, I, I want to know, I want to rehash it again. Like, am I crazy? Um, is this going to work? This is the reasons why. And you just keep on going over and over. So I wouldn't say my, my mindset even more so. It's like the more responsibility that you take on, the more it's like, I got to be sharp. I have to know this stuff. Um, in and out and it's benefited you know obviously it improves your conviction the more that you see and the more dominoes that fall even now it's like you see something like micro, micro strategy uh, it's hard not to uh, again you, you're trying to stay humble and stack sats but it's it's hard it's hard to it's hard not to go well okay you know that, that i was sort of right <laughs> like this is working uh, this is sort of making sense um but from a job point of view, it's really easy now. Like the hard part for the chief Bitcoin officer is sort of past this um, in the sense of setting it all up. Now it's just, uh, you know, the day-to-day -day operations are making sure that everything is going smoothly, making sure that everyone understands the system and they're, they're keeping up to date with it, making sure the organization is staying on top of it and is leveraging the network as much as it can because really the whole point, uh, the big selling point for the organization was just the, the amount of efficiency improvements that we could immediately have and that idea of having everyone work for us. Um, and everyone out there improving things for us. We've already seen that, um, even in the little time that we've held Bitcoin, just how much um, it has improved overall. Um, and so there, it's, again, you know, you sort of stay on top of it. Um, but really, even when you get into the boardroom meetings um, once a month, it's like, do we have a different strategy? No. It's the same strategy as last. Let's try and get as much Bitcoin as we can. <laughs> That's the whole goal here. Like, let's try and get it as much as we can. Um, let's try and get it from every avenue that we can because we are providing value, hopefully, to the network. Uh, so I would say yes. If it, if if you are interested in a Bitcoin job, I would I would highly recommend um, the CVO opportunities. And that being said, like for hope for people out there, the people that we have been talking to, like I say, in this size organization, there there's so much interest, but they haven't done the hours. They they don't know the you know it's it's something new where it doesn't matter what you did before, right? Everyone has uh, essentially 12 years of history with Bitcoin. So it's like you can only have been an expert for 12 years. So now you, you're, you're not trying to, you know, become a, a doctorate of uh, whatever it is that has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years in the study that you have to catch up with. It's like if you start running now, you'll get pretty far before everyone else. It's just like so the organizations out there are looking for individuals who can tap into this and who can say, OK, well, to help us on board is help us find solutions and, and help sell because that's what we're doing now. You know, like you're sort of you're there selling the idea of why this is going to be beneficial. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. The um, yeah, when you first got um, when Bitcoin or Jobs first launched, 
it was full of the technical jobs and you're thinking ah it's probably not for me it's not for me but it's it's starting to see if you actually go in and look at it today bitcoin or jobs.co i think they are um if you actually go and look at it today i bet you find that there's maybe five or ten percent of the jobs you think oh maybe that maybe that could be for me <laughs> maybe like maybe i do have those skills and then that, that's when it becomes really interesting right um, absolutely i have i i mean if you get anything else i've got one big question but you know my so yeah i know um the big question is um merch um <laughs> right we um when, when when is the the new bitcoin hat available i am very keen and can i can i pre-order now or what's the story there uh yeah i think you can pre-order uh in cool. the bitcoin shop now definitely on the website okay. you can pre-order all that stuff but uh, i'm not getting my hat until uh, the first shipment in january i think is so it's it okay. was six weeks out so yes you will not get it for christmas but uh you know you can print out a little uh well you don't have to print it out you can just uh, nft a little jpeg of it and you uh you can have that <laughs> 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 i'll just write i'll just right click it i'll right click it. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. so hats and i've already talked about actually going for a trip to uh perth yeah i mean I'm for yeah yeah so uh would you be happy to give us a, a tour Absolutely. Yeah, man. Like it has, we, we had the first event with Bitcoin at the ballpark. Like since we made the announcement and had uh, a movie night there where people would pay in Bitcoin and so much, so, so many members of the community of the Bitcoin community came out just to say, okay, this is my first lightning transaction. You know, it's like in real, like accepted at the ballpark, you get a beer, you give us uh, Bitcoin over the lightning. Like it was, it's been really awesome to see the response. So yes, definitely uh, one and all Bitcoiners welcome to, uh, to come down and get a tour. And there's going to be some, you know, there's, there's some really big, exciting announcements that are coming from the heat um, and stuff that hopefully will, again, back to the ethos of Bitcoin. It's like, uh, don't trust in, don't, basically, don't trust us. <laughs> don't trust us. Like, wait to see what we do. And hopefully, yep, yep. Um, hopefully we will continue to um, try and represent what we think um, is the best way forward. And we think that's Bitcoin. So uh, there's some, some really exciting things. And, and if there are individuals out there that are looking to, um, to help support that, it's like we are looking for those opportunities too. Like we don't know everything that is out there that can be beneficial. We've got lots of ideas. There's been a lot of interest in people coming to us and organizations. But uh, you know, you've seen probably where the majority of the sponsorship money is coming from um, when it comes to leagues and teams. Um, and and we're trying to do something different. <laughs> so it may not it may not may not align with what has happened in the past. Um, and uh, it's it's exciting though to see the developments that are coming. So that's yeah, great. Well, definitely we, come we, over we, for a game. We'll definitely be paying attention. Um, mate, that's fabulous. I really enjoyed that. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your day. Um, yeah, you want to send us off to the to either your own Twitter or the club website or the team website? Uh, yeah, you, you, you Google Perth Heat, you'll see us. Um, I, yeah, I encourage you to check out uh, everything. And just, and again, keep up to date with what's happening. There's going to be um, a lot of exciting things that I think, uh, again, things that I have been waiting for and waiting to see and interest in projects um, that will help push it forward. Uh, I think um, we can say that that is those are in the pipeline. So this 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 isn't just a one-off thing, right? It's like again, we're not we're not trying to uh, gain attention for some fan token or something. Uh, this is the path forward, and uh, we're glad to uh, to be a part of it. Forever, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey guys, if you've made it this far, thanks so much for listening. Um, the plan with the pod is to do sort of guests one week and um, myself and Brendo the other week, so hopefully that's working for you. If you don't like one of them, just listen to the one you do like. Um, if you want a little bit more um, information from us, you can find it at uh, bitcoin-first.com forward slash learn. 